0: Well, hello everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into this week's edition of The Journey. We've hit the end of November, which is quite amazing, just about to start what we in the church refer to as the Advent season. And we've got a great show lined up for you as we do this run into such an important time of year for us as Christians, this Christmas season. As I said, we've got a great show lined up for you today. We've got First of all, a Gospel reflection from one of my favourites, a newcomer, relative newcomer to the journey, Father Michael Fallon. And he's going to be speaking to us on the Gospel of Mark thirteen thirty three to 37 as this is the first Sunday in Advent, which is absolutely fantastic to have him on board. If you haven't heard me say this before, Father Michael Fallon is a world-renowned Scripture scholar. We're so lucky to have him on the journey, and I can't wait to hear what he's got to say to us today as we enter into this Advent season. Also going to hear from Sister Hilda, Trish McCarthy's got some more gold in her Milk and Honey segment. And we're also going to hear from a colleague of mine, Peter Gilmore. He's got a real heart for working with young people and he's a really good preacher. He's got some great stories. Today he's going to tell us all about a little thing called family resemblance. Lots of other stuff on the show too, including all of the fantastic music that The Journey is renowned for. So why don't we get into it? Faith, hope, love and life. You're on The Journey. Here's
1: this week's Reflection on the Gospel.
2: This week's Gospel comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 13, verses 33 to 37. Jesus is speaking about the importance of staying awake, because we do not know when the Master is coming. Now we know that the risen Christ is coming to us all the time. As he said once, whenever two or three are gathered in my name, I am with you in your midst. Today, the Christian community begins the liturgical season of Advent. We're preparing for the special grace offered us when Christ comes to us as we celebrate his birth at Christmas. To keep us alert, throughout Advent, the Church invites us to reflect especially on the inspired writings of the disciples of the prophet Isaiah. These are found in the Isaiah Scroll, chapters 40 to 66. When they looked at their world... During and after the exile in Babylon, they found hearts dulled by a routine of life that paid little or no regard to the sacred. People were living on the surface, not thinking of the one from whom they were receiving life, and not caring to check that their way of life was flowing from God's inspiration and grace. They saw people getting on with existence, but neglecting their soul failing to get in touch with their deepest longings. During Advent, we're invited to join the prophet in crying out to God. We know that God hears our cry. It's up to us to be open to God's response. For God is coming to us in a special way as we celebrate the Feast of the Incarnation. We need God's grace to enter our hearts, our churches, our world. Our faith teaches us that God is now pouring out over the world all the love we need to carry on the mission entrusted to us by Jesus. Jesus said that he came that we might live and live to the full. We are to share in this mission and to do so, we need to be alert to listen for the inspiration of his spirit in our heart and we must be determined to respond to his call. As Jesus said, he mustn't find us asleep. I'm Michael Fallon. More scripture study material, text or audio is available on my website, mbfallon.com.
1: You're listening to The Journey, great Christian radio for the whole family. Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. I saw these
3: trees in Sydney when I was up there a little while ago. It broke my heart. They were deciduous trees, so they were totally bare, and I was walking around in the early morning just watching them. They had been cut, they were misshapen, and that's understandable because they had to be clear of the buildings and the power lines. What got me was there wasn't enough room around the base, so the the roots were coming up to the surface in search of water, and as they were, of course they were breaking up the pavement. These summer air conditioners, however, would be brilliant for the people when summer came. They'd be lowering the temperature. And not only that, they'd be a comfortable place for the office workers to have their lunch. They'd be balm for the people who live in the city. And perhaps, you know, the people who actually worked in the city, maybe they live in places where there are no trees. And so for all the time that they were in the city, something beautiful would be added to their life, thanks to these trees who right now were bare and who were going through the agony of having their roots come up to the surface. There was a terrible cost, it seemed to me, for those trees. Our life's like that sometimes, isn't it? We work hard for our families and our friends, We keep going day after day after day and you and I both know what that can cost. And we too struggle for nourishment and we don't always find it. We're looking for nourishment in the kind word. We're looking for nourishment in something that will feed our spirit. It's not always there. Yes, as I say, it comes at a hidden cost and sometimes the cost is greater than at other times and you and I wonder if we can continue to bear with it day after day after day. Sometimes we long to have someone who knows what this costs us. God knows. You watch this week, because he'll let you know that he knows. And on a particularly hard day, watch again, because... Just like a southerly buster on a hot day, he'll break in on you with unexpected words of kindness and understanding through someone else. And with a smile on your face, you'll keep going. Furthermore, as you are doing all this, God himself will walk beneath the trees of your life. And thank you for being there thank you for giving to this world what only you can give i don't know about you but i'm looking forward to seeing that this week
0: welcome back to the journey and thanks for joining us from wherever you're listening in from right around the country whether you be down in the gippsland region in albury wodonga perhaps you're listening in from from bendigo maybe you're one of our many many listeners in the illawarra region perhaps you're listening in from up in port macquarie or maybe. You're one of our many online listeners who listen in via podcast and listen in via SoundCloud on on iTunes via radio.dow.org.au. You know what? We don't mind. And it's great to have you listening in. Thanks to all of our loyal listeners. And if you're one of our new listeners, I hope you like what you're hearing today. You heard from Sister Hilda Scott in that mix. She's fantastic from all the way down there at Jamboree Abbey in the south of New South Wales. An incredible lady, woman of great faith and prayerfulness, which just oozes out of her when she gives us the sort of inputs like we got today. And, and today's input was called The Trees. I want to give a big cheerio today to all of our scripture teachers that have been going into state schools. They'll be finishing up in the next week or so in New South Wales. And for all those people across school systems who... Uh, Embrace the mission of making Jesus known and loved Hats off to you for another year of service That you've given your various church denominations Right throughout the country Whether it be in Sunday school based stuff in in churches Or whether it be in school systems Certainly bringing the love and the knowledge of Jesus Christ And the knowledge of faith to young people Is at the heart of the great commission that Jesus gave us
4: You're listening to The Journey on Cradio.org.au And now
1: it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy
5: Our God is a creative God and uses many ways to get our attention. Our God is a God that wants to be known and loved. John Powell, author and priest, says there are five ways through which God can enter and touch our lives. These include, but may not be limited to, Number one, our emotions. Being aware of our emotions and movements throughout the day can help us identify where God is moving in our hearts and lives. Take time to reflect on your emotions at the end of each day. What gave you life? What disturbed you? Number two is our imagination. When we combine our intuition with creative expression, it gives birth to new life and engages sacred imagination. Number three, our memory. When we remember aspects of our life, for example, where God has worked, or where we have been loved or experienced powerful, transformative circumstances, or something continues to come to mind, God may wish to bring something to our attention. Number four, our senses. God is a sensual God. God has given us the gifts of smell, sight, taste, touch and sound to experience all of life and encounter Him. Draw us closer through these gifts. And number five is our will. When we take time to discover the deepest desires of our hearts, we often find that they are too what God desires for us. God wants the best for us. And when we align our hearts and minds with God's, we see a beautiful plan unfold and freedom experience to live life to the full, absent from many fears that hold us back. Take some time to be aware of and play with these today and listen to God's loving guidance through these gifts.
1: Together on the journey, faith, hope, and love for life in all its fullness.
0: Well, g'day, and welcome back to The Journey. My name's Jude Hennessy. I have the great privilege every week of hosting this show with fantastic inputs from wonderful people like Trish McCarthy. You just heard from that break in her Milk and Honey segment. Thanks, Trisho, for all you add to our show each week, and I know you're a favourite of many, many listeners and in high demand right around the country with with all the wonderful things that you've got to say. Great mix of, of life, faith, spirituality, health. Trisho certainly does live out the Christian life to its fullest in every possible facet of her life got some really good feedback last week about the interview that we did with the members of the NET team, National Evangelisation Teams Australia. They're young people who take a year off and dedicate themselves to working with young people in youth group settings, in school settings, in evangelisation. It was great to hear from those young people and their experience of working on team. And I just again encourage anyone who is listening to that, not necessarily with NET, but with the many different organisations around the country who give young people the opportunity to share their faith boldly with others, Well, I really encourage you over the course of the next month or so when you're probably making decisions about what you're going to do next year to really consider if that's what the Lord's calling you to. A really radical choice in proclaiming the love of Jesus to our world. Won't go unrewarded, that's for sure. never does. Time for us to listen in to a great mate of mine, Peter Gilmore. He's a champion bloke. He's got a little piece for us this week called Family Resemblance." I reckon you'll get a lot out of it. Listen in.
4: You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong. On cradio.org.au.
1: Now let's live the gospel with Pete Gilmore.
4: If you had cause to ring my family's phone when I was younger, you had a 50-50 chance of being greeted by one of three guys who all sounded exactly the same. No, it's not Graham. No, not Rich either. It's Pete. I know for me, as the youngest in my family, it often felt like my existence was to remind everyone how much I was like the other members of my family. You sound like your dad on the phone, you look like your brother, you have your mother's musical ability. This is either extremely flattering or it's downright annoying. But it begs the question, as Christians, who do we remind people of? In John's Gospel Jesus said, Before long the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live On the day you will realize that I am in my Father And you are in me, and I am in you Now Jesus sounds like Yoda from Star Wars And maybe that's because it's not always so simple Maybe that's because the way people see Jesus in us And through our lives Isn't meant to be so clear cut Maybe it's messy Maybe there are unique things about us That are brilliant and creative and totally us And that's a good thing and maybe there are parts of us which make people say, you remind me so much of your father right now. Maybe the mystery is that we are called to be fully ourselves and fully Jesus Together on the in journey, any given faith, moment. Faith,
1: hope and love for life in all its fullness. Here are the missionaries of God's love with The Call.
6: Imagine a world where every person carried in front of them a life-sized cardboard cutout of themselves. This cardboard cutout would be the perfect image of themselves, their best picture, professionally photoshopped to create the most perfect appearance. Whenever these people met each other, they would push their perfect image of themselves forward and request that the other person talk to the picture and not look at the real person behind. Some might say that this is what our world has become. We celebrate perfection so much that we now hide behind a false image, for fear that other people might see who we really are. As Christians, the real danger is when we do this to God. We come to prayer and present to God our best selves. We assume that since we do not like our real self, surely God would not be pleased with it either. It should be obvious that God would hate being presented with this cardboard person as much as we would. He loves us in our real self with all of its imperfections. He definitely does not like our pretend self. If you feel that you are not encountering God in your prayer, perhaps it is because you are not being real with him. We need to stop pretending and start being honest with ourselves, so that we can be honest with God. He loves your brokenness. Perhaps it is about time that you started to accept your brokenness as well. I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestsandbrothers.org.
1: You're listening to The Journey. Music, interviews, and wisdom for living life to the full.
4: You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au.
0: Welcome back to the journey. Thanks for joining us on the show this week. Hope you're enjoying everything you're hearing this week. Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love was in there and Father Dave is a champion bloke, great preacher, is in this order of brothers, priests, nuns, who have as their prime focus introducing people who have no idea who Jesus is to the loving embrace of Christ. They live a radical life of prayer, poverty, so they're rejecting all the materialism of the world and living by faith alone. It's an incredible witness in our world and Father Dave, well, he's always got brilliant things to say and this week's piece was all about Cardboard cutouts. Okay, we're going to keep moving. Still lots to get through as we head towards the end of the show. Quick break, and after that, we'll be straight back into some more input this week. In our final section of the show, we're going to be hearing some great parenting tips from a wonderful friend of the journey, Marilyn Rodriguez. She's been with us for a considerable period of time now, and she's going to tell us about the importance of having a team behind you when you're raising kids. Great advice from Marilyn. I really think you'll enjoy it. Keep listening. Faith, hope, love, and life you're on the journey.
1: With advice on peaceful parenting, here's Marilyn Rodriguez.
7: Hi, I'm Marilyn Rodriguez and you're listening to The Peaceful Parent. Do you have a team behind you? I'm not talking about a sports team or a work team, but your parenting team. Parenting is a team effort in which mum and dad play the defining roles, but skillful supporting players are definitely required. In your task of raising your kids so that you're definitely not doing alone, You need to have people around you who are willing to share their specialised knowledge and with whom you can share yours. On Team Rodriguez, I would count people like our siblings and parents who come as part of the package of family life. But we've also handpicked our own crack parenting team of professionals that we especially feel happy to have on our team. These include our dentist and doctors, teachers, a priest and the children's godparents. Also on our team are other parents who either have children close in age to ours or are around 5 to 10 years ahead of us who sort of mentor us with encouragement, advice and a heads up from their recent experience. You probably do already have people who support you in your parenting role. But at times we need to look more widely for support. If a counsellor or a dietitian is needed for example or a spiritual advisor or a particular kind of role model for your children at a particular time. Stronger teams communicate well and regularly. Some of the best people to have on your team are the parents of your children's friends. It's well worth investing in those relationships. Trying to play a team sport in a team of just one or two is more than stressful, it's impossible. But with a good team behind you, you can face any opposition to peaceful parenting with much more confidence. For more on becoming a more peaceful parent, you can visit my blog, which is
1: marilynrodriguez.com. You're listening to The Journey, great Christian radio for the whole family.
0: Welcome back to The Journey. Thanks for joining us this week. I hope you're having a good run into Christmas as the year starts to wind down and people start thinking about holidays and end-of-work functions and getting family together, all that sort of stuff. It should be a beautiful time of year. Make sure it is. Make sure you don't get overwhelmed by all the busyness. And the best way to do that is to, well, make sure you're mixing in a fair bit of prayerfulness into the the days as they go flicking by pretty quickly. Bless you and all you do this week. Hope you can join us next week. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you next week. We're going to hear from my mate Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy. We'll have Francine and Byron Parola on next week. We're also going to be hearing from Sam Clear, this man who walked around the world for Christian unity, would not pass a church without knocking on the door and asking the pastor and the congregation of any denomination just to pray with him. He got some funny reactions, as he's told many of us in his different pieces on the radio. Well, We've got some more stories for you next week. Stories that give me great encouragement and heart as we all work towards Christian unity and, and being a real witness in the world to God's love and salvation. Have a great week. Faith, hope, love and life. Thanks for joining us on The Journey.
1: The Journey is produced by Jude Hennessy and edited by Nicholas Weir from the Office of the Bishop in the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong.
4: Radio.org.au